up, social spotters? Welcome to The Social Spot. What is up, social spotters? I'm your host, Kate Courtney O'Connor. And today we've got a mate of mine, an absolute legend, Samuel Snowden. He runs monthly workshops for men who want to challenge themselves and overcome fear and meet like-minded people. Now, that's a lot to take on board. Basically, he grabs a group of guys together and they really inspire each other. And I gotta say, he's made some great change on the Northern Beaches and helped many people. And I feel that there should be a little bit of a PSA in that I was losing my voice when I recorded this a few weeks ago. So apologies for sounding sexy. Let's get into the podcast and chat to Sam. Hi Kate, how you going? I gotta say, someone that's been following you on social media for a few years, you've made some impressive changes. You're someone that I find really inspiring and mainly is your story. But could you just take a little step back to where it all began for you before you started supporting and helping men and women with their mental and physical health journey? Okay, so before I started these these workshops, I actually had a lot of things uh, going on in my life that I was really struggling with uh, that I am aiming to help men now with and women. So I was overweight, had issues with my mental health. I was uh, on medication for anxiety and depression. I was developing alcoholism, basically drinking every weekend, a stupid amount. I was doing a lot of drugs. Um, I really struggled with relationships and connections with some people. I grew up most of my life, I should say grew up all my life, uh, without knowing my father or having really strong male role models in my life. So that led me down a bit of a path of not really doing the right thing. When I was younger, I was actually abused for a few years uh, when I was between about 8 and 12. I've had a lot of issues myself growing up that I've had to come to grips with. So in the past 12 months, I went to therapy. I lost all this weight. I got to a point where I didn't need my medication for anxiety and depression. I formed some really strong bonds, better bonds with with some people around me, basically worked on all the relationships that I had and formed a lot more deeper connections with not only people in my family, but friends as well. I started actually wanting to give back. So I, I wanted to go down the path of trying to help men and women who were in the same position I was for, for most of my life, because I saw that it was just, it was so prevalent. What made me start doing this kind of thing was I dabbled in this kind of work. It would have been about four or five years ago. I was part of this men's health group, which was, it was just men. And it was basically trying to break the stigma around being able to open up, being able to talk, fighting depression and men being around other men, communicating and talking about these issues. And it was predominantly online. And I remember when I first joined it, I was quite cynical. I thought guys only really competed with other guys. We didn't talk and help one another. It was all dog eat dog kind of mentality. I was pretty young at that point. I would have been very early 20. I actually got put onto the the admin team for it because I was quite, I was speaking to a few men in the page and basically volunteering my time to speak to guys who really needed help. So guys would reach out to us and say like, I've just lost a partner. Like I can't, I haven't seen my kids in years. My partner is abusing me. You know, my business is going under. You know, I'm suffering from this. Some guys had lost friends to suicide. Some some guys are really depressed and had. We actually had to call and do welfare checks on them with the police to make sure they were okay. And we genuinely did save and help a lot of guys um, in this page. And I'll be honest, it was really full on. 
there, there was something about doing it that I realized I was born to do. I really enjoyed helping these men and just making a difference. It gave me a lot of joy and fulfillment. And, you know, I started hosting some events down in Sydney for it. I actually met up with a few members and I've got some really, really like tough, tough stories um, of guys that I've met, but some of them are just incredible to see what they're doing now. It's all been a bit of an amalgamation into building into where I'm at now because it's been a, li like a lifelong journey of development of myself, dabbling in this kind of thing before and now pulling it all together to go, okay, how can I really help people? How can I really make that difference? So was this when you started or was this just fairly recently? So the the group that I was part of, that was that was four or five years ago. I've been in contact with the guys who've run it. We've been quite good friends for a long time. But recently, my own workshops, this has only been something that's been developed in the past six months. I've had a background of dealing with men, predominantly men, in the mental health space, dealing with a range of guys who are my age, uh, guys who are like double my age. And there wasn't any real training. It was just a bunch of guys who wanted to do what they could for, for other men. And I developed some really good lifelong friends through, through doing that. But it sparked something in me that went, okay, Sam, you're actually pretty good at this. You actually care a lot about the people that you're dealing with. I wanted to know in my mind if I was really passionate about this or if it was just like a fleeting thing that I was just trying out. So I decided to go to uni and study counseling myself. And as of last year, I actually passed and got all my qualifications for it. And I was like, okay, I'm serious enough to myself to do this. So now I've been trying to put that into practice with these workshops that I've run because I said to myself, okay, what am I actually doing to help the, the people in my life? You know, a lot of people are struggling with all different issues and they don't really have an outlet. Their outlet could be getting drunk on weekends or partying here and there. And there's no real connection. There's no real way for people to, to release what's going on in their life or even connect with other people so i thought okay why don't i put that practice of what i was doing with these guys in that page to like real time in my own community in the past 12 months i started a mentorship program with uh it was originally with my personal trainer but the the man who trained her and he's a nutritionist and he's coached a lot of men and women over the years and he actually wasn't coaching anyone at the time. He didn't really want to, but he approached me and said, I feel like I can genuinely help you. But they coached me in the aspect of whether it was personal training, doing my Cirque 3 and fitness now, but all the self-development and building up my confidence to this point of actually being a leader for these men and standing up in front of them and talking to them and helping them. I realized I wanted to run some sort of workshop where I could help the men around me. So it was predominantly around mental health training and ice baths and stuff that was a bit different stuff that was healthy not just going to the pub and having a beer but something different challenging that steps you puts you outside your comfort zone but where you can connect with other guys i reached out to Bitstop in brookvale and i didn't know the guy who had the business at all out of pure luck i found this guy um and his name's justin he runs and owns Fitstop in brookvale and dulwich hill and I reached out to him and said, hey, man, I'm running these men's health groups uh, surrounded by supporting guys with mental health issues. I'd really love to use your space. Can we sit down and have a chat? Sat down and have a chat for like three hours. And he was on the exact same page as me. He was like, man, this is awesome. We need this as men. Let me know what I can do. It was really good developing that kind of business connection and finding a space for it. And basically, I'm just rolling with the punches at this point. I've got my fifth one on next week. But it's just been a constant learning curve. And yeah, it's been really, really cool to see it all unfold. 
Don't miss out on the latest episode of The Social Spot. If listening to small business stories is your thing, hit follow wherever you get your podcasts. Do you suppose that you became someone that you needed when you were going through that stuff? Because you know what it's like to be on the other end of that. You're able to empathize with their situation. And I think it's really smart that you did counseling so that you could know how to care for them in a way that would be beneficial for them, but also then not burn out yourself. Yeah. So it sounds like you really were getting your ducks in a row to set up a program that could not only really support others, be the help that you want to be to many. Mm. I'm really glad you asked that. I've had a, a goal of mine since I was really, really young where I've always wanted to become the man that I needed in my life. I wanted to always be the man that not only friends and peers could rely on, but the man that I needed throughout my younger years. My ultimate goal is really to help the younger version of me, the younger version of me who lacked confidence, who had self-esteem issues, who had all these mental health issues, who didn't really know who he was. He thought that he could fake it till he made it and did all this stuff that really didn't help him. Being this superficial kind of person to fit in and eventually just be a broken shell of himself. That's the kind of kid and person I want to help. And I see a lot of my younger self in, in some of the guys that I, that I see. And I really just want to pick him up and give him a hug, tell him it's all right. You know, maybe slap a bit of sense into him, you know, to say it's going to be okay. And that, you know, the world needs you. Like you are here for a reason. You have a purpose. There is something here that you're meant to be doing and you can't be doing it if you're following everyone else. Drinking on weekends, doing drugs, following things that just aren't helpful to you and wasting all your potential. I'm trying to help the people that align with who I was as my younger self, you know, be that kind of man that, that I needed when I was younger. As I said, not just for myself, but for those around me that I care about and the people I haven't even met yet. And I know my younger self was longing for a man like that to be like, oh my gosh, he goes through that same thing. Like I'm feeling right now, I'm not alone. And I understand that such an important aspect of it is owning your vulnerability and, and realizing that like, it's okay to talk about this kind of stuff. It's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. And that's the first step is what I try and do in my workshops is I open up and I talk about these things that I'm okay talking about, but it's taken a long time to get to. Because a lot of the guys sitting in the room, they then realize and have that penny drop moment of, oh shit, like this guy knows how I feel. Like how I'm feeling, I'm not the only person in the world who feels it. So sorry for the long-winded answer, but that's- well, No, 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 it's, it's a podcast. When people come <laughs> on and they give me like one sentence, I'm like, it's a podcast. Yeah, no, nothing's long-winded, it's perfect. What's really inspiring about you is I see you as someone that people, when they're at that crossroads and you're knowing where they're at, you're really just trying to put them on track. And it sounds like you've been setting up building blocks, not only to help yourself, but to help men. And I think women as well, is that correct? Yeah, so my goal is really simple. I wanna build a community of strong men for two reasons. One, we need stronger men in society. We need guys who are stoic by nature, who can embrace how they feel, understand their feelings, and you know release them in a healthy way and the reason i want strong healthy men is because it means there's more men for women to choose from there's more strong men for the good women out there to pick from right and it goes both ways you know i want happy healthy relationships you know i want the wives who reach out to me about their partners saying i, I need him to come along you know i think it'd be really good for him i want those men 
to become stronger because of what I'm doing and have more fulfilling, joyful lives and have better relationships. So it's not just for the men, it's a ripple effect. It's like, if I can help these men understand their emotions, process them correctly, embrace them and actually do something healthy with them, even helping them articulate how they feel, not just be, you know, happy, sad, angry, you know, be like, okay, I'm feeling a bit of shame here. You know, I'm feeling a bit of resentment here. I'm feeling a bit of, you know, um, I'm feeling quite depressed about this specific emotion, which is making me feel anxious. If I can get guys to actually communicate correctly, it makes the world a better place. Yeah, in the future, I'd, I'd love to help everyone. That's my ultimate goal, you know. When I have a silent prayer to myself, it's I want to help as many people on this planet as I can. And that isn't limited to just men. That comes down to women too. I can imagine that if you are having a bad day or perhaps feeling triggered from your past, that seeing these kinds of people and hanging around these kinds of people would inspire you with seeing the changes in their life. Is that correct? Yeah. So you can, okay, I have, I'll have bad days. I don't have a bad life. And that's what I always tell myself is I've got a few little mantras I say to myself and that's, that's probably my biggest one. But my other one is be your own hero, right? So be your own hero in a way where you can look at yourself with undeniable proof and go, look, I am who I say I am. And I've done all these things. You need good people around you. Right. And that's the difference I've had in the past 12 months to, you know, the past 10 years. I've been very blessed, very, very blessed. I've got some really good, strong men in my life, my age, which I've just picked up over the years, which have, it's blown my mind. You know, those kind of friends that you have where you don't see them for 10 years. And when you see them, it's exactly the same. And it's like, you've never left. So I've got, I'm blessed to say I've got a lot of people who've supported me from when I was in my old party days of, you know, not really taking care of myself to now. But yeah, I, I do have a good support network around me who hold me accountable, who see my potential and say, yep, like, like at the moment, I'm terrified. Every time I get up and speak to these guys, I'm sitting there like, what am I going to say? What could I possibly offer these guys? You know, what's, you know, that self-doubt limiting belief system. And the difference is now I've got people around me who see straight through that. Having some people around you that inspire you to be better it's endless fuel and yeah I, I i'm very blessed i'll just say to have my support network i think i have a love-hate relationship with the saying fake it till you make it yeah yeah it's there's an element of truth to it like show up mm-hmm. do your hair mm-hmm. try and feel like a 10 out of 10 even if you don't but it's quite shallow so mm-hmm. hearing that when you're really feeling like that that you have people in your life to set you on the right path to then help you set others on the right path, that's really inspiring. If you need to build confidence, fake confidence until it sticks. I, I believe that's worked. I believe it's. I believe that's okay. What I don't like to fake it till you make it is when you fake a persona that's not you, that gets you to a point where you question, who am I? And I think a lot of us live these depressed and quite honest shit lives because we are living as if we're a spectator in our own game in our own lives because we're not being true to ourselves. I think we faked it for so long that we don't know who we truly are. And I think that's where a lot of these problems stem from. It sounds like you've got lots of great systems in place to manage different scenarios well. Do you know what it is? It's it's habits. It's having it's having habits that even on the bad days you go back to and trust the process that they work. It's like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym once and go, why don't I have a six pack? 
you trust the process to go to the gym repetitively to know that eventually it'll happen. Even if you go to the gym and have a really crap workout, you know that down the line, it's not going to make much of a difference. You're going to get the result you want. So I have these habits in place daily that I just do, even if I don't feel like doing, and that keeps me on the on the right track. Do you want to tell everyone what book I'm holding up? Can you see it? Uh, I can see the background. Hang on. <laughs> oh, the cock is it? It's, it's blending in with the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a copy of Atomic Habits by James Clear right now. And mm -hmm. he says exactly like what you're saying right now. It's about habit stacking. One mm -hmm. of my best mates gave me that, and I'm so grateful to her for that because it really helped me to clar clarify it. And having a routine, like you're only as good as your routine mm -hmm. and knowing that you're going to see those results. And that's what's exciting as well when you're doing that. And I think that is what is exciting about what you're doing with your mentorship. So do you want to share with us a little bit about what it is that you do? Because all I'm seeing on Instagram is ice baths and high fives. <laughs> and <laughs> I know it goes way deeper than that. I have a mentorship that I'm running through. Well, I've got three uh, now coaches that work with me. One is business and, um, you know, management and business management, development and marketing and sales and such. One is health and fitness, well-being. She checks in with me and we hold each other accountable with a lot of things. And the other one, he is a nutritionist and has been my main mentor, is in helping me with self-development, improvement, growing me in ways where I, just all these areas that I genuinely was really struggling with. So first it started off with self-improvement, self-development. Then it was the physical. Then it was food. Then it was leadership. Then it was business. And it's been this ongoing transitional phase to the point now that I've basically got my own business now in the men's mental health space, which is really exciting. What I do effectively, that, that's my mentorship that I've had through Total Spectrum Health. And that will be ongoing for me for until I feel to the point that I've completely sucked up all the resources and help that they can offer, which I think will be for life. What these guys have done for me has genuinely changed my life. There's no, I can't sugarcoat that. But what I do at the workshops is I run this three two or three hour i get these guys to come in they bring a towel they bring a water bottle and everything they come in they sit down and then i guide them through the day of what's going to happen and i make a big point at the start to write on this whiteboard saying anxiety uh anxiety connection and fear right and the reason I do this is because I go boys right now I guarantee you're feeling anxious don't know anyone socially I underline that then I say fear I said you're probably fearful of the unknown you're fearing the ice baths you're fearing what's next and what you haven't done before and then connection I say that's basically why you're here right to connect with some other like-minded men and I said my goal today gentlemen is this by the end of the day anxiety has gone out the window I cross out the fear and say the fear of the ice bath you're going to overcome it you're going to experience this with other guys you're going to back one another and you're going to get through it and you're going to be like what was i afraid of and then i circle connection and say by the end of the day i guarantee you'll have one good conversation with one of the guys here that will rejuvenate you for the rest of the week i get them in pairs i get them to do like an exercise routine like strong man and the uh, the, the reason i run it this kind of way is you can't have a bad time when you're exercising. You like physiologically cannot. You're having a dopamine release. You're doing all these different things. Your body's getting something out of it. You're pair bonding with whoever you're training with. And after the 30 minute workout, which isn't that hard, the boys are feeling, okay, cool. I'm good. I've done that. I sweated it out. Had a laugh with the guy I'm training with. Had a bit of a chat with him. Feeling good. 
I then get the guys to do something that none of them have ever tried before, which is breath work. So the whole point of it is to basically get into your nervous system, de-stress, decompress, and, you know, be a bit more in touch with yourself. So I lie the boys down. These are grown men as well. This is great watching them do this because it's like, it's how much they embrace it, which I really respect. So I get them to lie down and I get them to do breath work for about 10 to 15 minutes. And the point of it is more from a safety element and a relaxation element, because when they get into the ice baths, I want to prepare them mentally, but I also want to get their bodies prepared, get as much oxygen in the blood as possible, get them very present with themselves, getting them feeling relaxed so they're not as stressed to get in the baths. By the time they come out of that, they're so relaxed. They're like not even, they don't even, they're not even that scared of what they're about to do. And then finally, the biggest challenge of the day is getting into these ice baths, which they're all terrified of. But then they watch one by one or two by two, the guys doing it and they go, hang on, they did it. I can do it. And they all do it and they all have a laugh and they get this massive dopamine rush and they have a really good time. They're giggling with one another. They're bantering. These guys have never met before and they're having the best time. So then we finish that and then we go grab coffee afterwards. And for me personally, this is my favorite bit because for the first 10 to 15 minutes while the boys go grab coffees, you know, I'm cleaning up the gym, I'm packing things away. So I'm not actually there for the, for the chats, right? So it's entirely up to them to steer the conversations and have conversations if they want to. Now, after 15 minutes or so, I go over to have a coffee with them. I sit down and I purposely don't say anything for the first couple of minutes. I just kind of observe. And what blows my mind is these guys two hours ago were terrified of saying their name, what they did for work and something they're passionate about. Guys who were like, oh, I can't do that. I can't talk in a crowd. I don't know anyone here. They're super anxious. And they hear conversations with these guys and they start connecting in these ways that you'd never see possible. I heard two grown men talk about the fact that they went through heartbreak and they were just supporting one another, being like, yeah, I went through this, I did this, I tried this. These two men who'd never talked ever before. Counselling each other. Yeah, right. And this is the thing. This is the part that blows my mind, which as, as someone who studied this and understands how men work with this kind of thing, I'm not surprised, but to see it in real time, it's the most satisfying thing. And, you know, some of them come along asking, oh, is this person going to be there? It's just amazing, right? It's just really cool to see these guys who didn't know each other and were super nervous and tense about the whole situation just feel like they have a place that they can speak freely without judgment or any, any real issue. And it didn't take five or six drinks with alcohol. So all it took was a little bit of training, a little bit of breath work and jumping in some ice. And these guys connect, like really connect on a deep level. And it's the most, I get goosebumps thinking about it because it's, it's what gives me the most joy in the world is knowing that I'm able to put something on where these people can connect. And for even a fraction of time in their lives, they feel like they belong and they feel like genuine, genuine happiness, genuine connection and I love it. I love being able to put that on for people. It gives me so much joy. Because I'm guessing people that are struggling mm -hmm. perhaps wouldn't be opening up about it. So how do they come to find you to do this, have this awesome day and experience these awesome things? That's a good question. So it's mainly at the moment I'm, I'm having a lot of people reach out through Instagram and Facebook. They're my two marketing, you know, um, bridges, I call them. I have had some people that I've just met in person. The other day I had a haircut and my barber just 
I've never ha had a haircut by this guy before, but he just started opening up saying he was on the self-improvement journey. And me, naturally, I just had this really good conversation with him. And by the end of it, gave him a hug and said, dude, these are the workshops I run, come along. And he's going to be there at the next one. So it's it's really random. I get mates of mates. Um, I get people reach out to me who I've never spoken to before in my life saying, hey, I've been watching your content. I've been seeing this stuff. It'd be really beneficial to come along. One of the, my, my favorite ones is I get the girlfriends of guys reach out to me a lot. So or, or friends of the, of the guy being like, I've got a friend or I've got a boyfriend. He'd really benefit from this. He's really struggling. He doesn't really know any people because he just goes to work and comes home. He needs to meet other guys. So I get a lot of messages daily of that. That's probably my biggest, uh, biggest market, I'd say. But it's, it's all over the place. It's conversations that I might have in the street. It might be a friend talking to me saying, I know this person. It's it's strange. I had last weekend, sorry, the weekend before last, I went to my friend's 28th birthday and I was only there for about an hour before work. And I had five minutes before I left, this, this random guy comes up to me and he's like, you're Sam, right? And I said, yeah, man, like, have we met? How are you going? And he's like, oh, I've, I've actually been seeing all your content. Um, I really want to come along to one of these workshops. I was really anxious about introducing myself because I struggle with social anxiety. And, you know, we just started unloading and, and, and uh, talking to me about some of these things. And he's like, yeah, my ex-girlfriend actually sent me some of your videos. And we've become basically friends since. I gave him a hug and said, man, I'd love for you to be there. You're more than welcome. Come on down. People are funny when it comes to stuff like this because they don't know what to expect and they're quite fearful of it, especially men. Men don't know how to say, yeah, I need help. Like, can you? Because that admits there's something wrong. That means they're admitting there's a chink in their arm, right? So I am really proud of the guys who do reach out, but I know most of the people who want to come, they don't even engage with me. They don't even message me. They don't say anything because they're just watching. And they're just waiting for that right opportunity and hopefully building up that courage to say something. Everyone's welcome. I don't care how, how stuffed up you feel, how alien or out of place you feel, you're welcome. And that's the goal is to have a community of guys. Like the guys that come along, right? I have had ex-drug addicts. I've had doctors come along, guys who are overweight, guys who are training to go in like Mr. Olympia, guys who've had domestic abuse relationships. Guys who are perfect, guys who on the surface look like there's nothing wrong. They're so different and you wouldn't know. I had one, a guy come along, he's a psychiatrist. That was great. Um, I've had a range of dudes come along and I think that's the beauty of it is it doesn't matter who you are. Like there's, there's something in it for everyone. And I want it to be, a, as I said, my goal is to build a community of strong men. That doesn't mean that you have to be weak or that you can't be fully strong yet to come along right? That means that you're accepting, okay, there is areas in my life I can improve. They're the guys I want. I want the guys who are struggling. I want the guys who think there's something completely wrong with them. Or I want the guys who go, I know I can do more for myself than this. To know that I accept them, I embrace them, I'll give them a hug and say, dude, it's okay. And then introduce them to a bunch of guys who are not perfect either. Because that's the, like, I genuinely believe, right? Especially with something like, say, social anxiety, where the guys are terrified of coming along. The remedy is in the poison. The remedy to overcome your social anxieties is to be social. And if I can give someone one foot, like step in the door to genuine self-improvement and improving areas of their life or having that one conversation with a guy there that changes their life, 
that's it. That's my job done. So it's basically having a bridge for guys to connect and, you know, build their own lives and improve in their own ways. And yeah, anyone's welcome. There's not one person I've turned away yet. So if anyone's listening to this and they want to come along, please come. Want to keep your social media ball rolling for your small business? Check out socialstreetsmart.social, where affordable packages meet teamwork, so you can get back to running your business. How do these guys continue to connect and be inspired by you? Yeah, great question. So I have a, it's like an Instagram chat group with all the boys in there. Uh, Anyone who's come along to the workshops, I just pop them in there and we talk about food, we talk about exercise, stuff going on in our lives, you know, questioning. It's like a soundboard for the boys and it's, it's really good. But some of them have become friends outside of it. So I had two guys at my last workshop. They connected because they both played football and they'd known of each other. And they spent most of the time while they were training, talking and carrying on. And it was great to watch. And they've actually become genuine friends to the point they've caught up outside of my workshop now. And that's just a new friendship for them. I I genuinely believe that the start of self-improvement, like the fundamental start of self-improvement is exercise and it's health. Health is wealth. But what I find with these men is this is probably a different tangent, but most men don't want to go to therapy. The reason is it doesn't work for men the same as it works for most women because guys don't want to sit in a room and talk about their feelings because they know nothing's going to change and they actually feel worse. They feel weaker. They demasculate themselves and they feel more worthless in that kind of setting. But what I found, right, and I've learned this from counseling is having a space where the guys train, so they've got endorphins and dopamine release, and they've done something which is like overcoming fear, i.e. their ice baths, they're more likely to open up because they feel safe, they feel connected, and they've bonded with the guys around them. So I the, the space itself, it's, it's amazing just to see that it, you can create that environment because most of us rely on going to the pub having a couple of beers and then you connect with someone on that level. Like it's really easy. It's liquid courage. It's, you know, it, alcohol removes that emo- that emotional barrier that you have with people where you don't feel as anxious. You can talk to anyone. But to watch these guys who don't really know how to harness how they feel and articulate their emotions go through these steps, I think that's the remedy for most guys is that rather than go to therapy, which look, I highly recommend. I've recommended so many of my friends who I can see need professional help to to go to therapy. I've gone to therapy several times. It has helped me tremendously. It's the reason I've got this certificate on my wall saying I've studied counseling. It helped me get through it. But I think genuinely what I'm trying to create is a step for men before therapy where it's it's a foot in the door of improving your life and actually doing something about your mental health, about, you know, what's going on with your relationships, your relationship with yourself. I just, I feel what I'm doing, it's a bridge for that. And I can't quite put it into words, but that's how it feels a lot of the time, seeing the guys open up and talk about things. It feels like a, it feels like the first step in the right direction for a lot of guys. I'm not a counsellor, but I'm wondering if, people that do have childhood trauma wouldn't even know where to start as well Mm -hmm. if they go see a counsellor if they've got deep trauma sometimes it takes a while to actually bring that out so what you're doing by putting them on the bridge is you're really putting them on the bridge to healing you know i have found more fulfillment in this where by doing these once a month my my main job i've gotten better at my relationships have gotten better 
I'm I'm happier more often than not. And I I realize there's more to life and life is worth living because I found a genuine mission and purpose. Like I found something that I enjoy doing. But yeah, it's eventually I'd love to make it a full-time thing. I'd love to even do some one-on-one counseling or coaching for men and women. I'd love to run more workshops. I'd love to do mental health retreats and mental health workshops. Um, really dive into some of the issues like you brought up before. A lot of people don't know how to discuss, you know, childhood traumas and such. And there's a good reason for that is because they don't know where to start. A lot of people, it's like body language, right? We all speak it. Only few of us know how to read it. Imagine that with emotions. Most, most women I know are very equipped to talk about their emotions. They can articulate themselves perfectly and how they feel and, you know, what's going on in their mind and directly explaining what's going on. Most men don't. Most men, I have sat down with men my age or double my age, and the the most common thing I heard from the men who were double my age when I was doing this uh, men's health group many years ago, they'd look me in the eye after they were trying to talk to me about what was going on in their mind, and I would basically clarify what they were saying and say what they were trying to get out of their head. And they'd look at me in awe like, I've been trying to say that my entire life, and you've just put it into words. And it's like this weight drops off from their shoulders where they go, someone understood me. Someone knows how I feel. Someone just validated some of the thoughts that have been going in my head and they feel human. I get goosebumps thinking about it because I've had so many conversations. So something I'd love to do is help men communicate what's going on with them, right? Because it makes their relationships better. It makes them actually ask for what they want in life or explain what they want, you know, they'll be able to clearly think and understand what's going on in their lives. And then if they're unsure about something, they can actually clearly articulate that to someone. I think, yeah, I, I would love to be able to help help men with that. And I've, it's funny, women have said to me, like, wow, you're different to a lot of guys because you can actually talk about this kind of stuff. But what I take from that is if I can talk about this kind of stuff as a man, surely other men can too. So that's kind of what I go down the path of is I'd love to be able to help men understand themselves enough, articulate themselves enough. And I, I think the first step to that is, is wrestling with who you are. And, you know, that, that comes with overcoming trauma, talking about things which may have happened when you were younger or things you're dealing with now and, you know, healthily expressing what's going on rather than just numbing it with all this stuff in the world or distracting yourself with everything that's going on. So. What's great about what you're doing is you're not just giving them communication skills so they can articulate to others, but mm-hmm. you're giving them language to use in their self-talk so that they understand what they say because you are what you think. And I've had people that have been in business for you know a long time, people that are just out of the gates, people who are doing side hustles, mm-hmm. and everyone always learns something from their experience. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to share, if you could go back to your younger self, like maybe even 10 years, whatever an important age for you was, and share some wisdom that you know now, what would you say to your younger self? The first thing I would say to my younger self is in a word, I would hug myself. I'd give myself a hug and I'd tell them it's going to be okay, but there's a lot of work to do, right? I would tell my younger self to be calm to accept who I was and understand that what I had to offer in life comes from me 
and the world needs more of it to to respect and understand my own self-worth and to get out of my own way <laughs> that's probably the the biggest thing i'd say to myself is get out of your own way there are people to help you can't help anyone right now the way you are you need to you need you got you got stuff to do right fail your way to success that's probably the number one thing i would tell someone is fail everything learn from it readjust try again and just keep going and it's weird eventually stuff sticks where i would do things differently in my fifth workshop than i would have done my first but the reason i would do it differently in my fifth is because i did my first right and you you'll learn everything as you go along that's probably the best best thing i could tell someone who's just trying to work it out well, that was beautiful. Thank you, Sam, for coming on the podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Kate. I really appreciate uh, you reaching out and letting me come on. It's been really great. Yay. <laughs>